0: we come with repented minds and souls but God wants more than just a repented mind and a repented soul he wants your heart to be repented too and many of us This is a good time that you can draw nearer to God and get God instructions and promises for you. And not nothing else, you can have a relationship with him and and renew some things with him. God tells us, come and draw nearer to me. And I will be drawing nearer to you. And many of us, We don't even understand the subtlety that we drift away from God. We don't intend to. It's just that life takes its toll. We get busy. Things happen. And the next thing you know, your buddy, your adversary, is staring you in the face because you have alienated yourself from God. Many of us believe and want to live a non-repentant state. That means that I won't pray as much, but I still believe in God. But let me give you something that you don't have to understand about God, who have not changed. All right, Repentance is something he requires of us. He he requires of it daily, and not only that, he requires of it as moment by moment. But see, we believe that we don't have to repent that often, because we ain't that bad. (laughs) So, what we gonna set aside is special days to repent, like Sunday morning. When the pastor reminds you to repent. Now you haven't repented all week. Then you want to repent. But God. Wants us to repent. And sometimes he calls us. To special repentance. Or a special level. Of doing things. So in the book of Joel. And when we look on this day. If you saw the Catholics today. They was all due to with their lint and they ashes. I love it when I get to see it. Because some of them I'll be looking at going, oh, you definitely needed that. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't judge him, but I was just sitting there. I said some of them, I was like, thank you, Jesus. But Joel brings out a plea for us. We read the scriptures in Joel chapter 2 verses 1 through 1 and 2, but most of the focus on the repentance is in Joel 12 through 17 where God says, therefore now, says the Lord, turn to me with all of your heart. He gives you three things to do with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. He said, render your heart, not your garden. Now, in the Old Testament, if you remember, you can be seated. God, in the Old Testament, when they used to show signs of repentance, when the prophets would come in and convict Israel, they would tear their garments. Or when David got convicted, they would rip their garments. God said, I don't want you just to rip your garments. I need you to have a repentant heart. I need you to rip your heart. Back unto me. Not just your clothes to show everybody else. Let me see the inside so that I'll know that repentance is now upon you. He said, Return to me because I am gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness. And we are not out to do no harm. He who turns from me and comes back to me, he will not be leaving his blessings behind. A grain offering. He said, blow the trumpet. All right. Concentrate in the fast. Call a sacred assembly. Welcome to God's house. Gather the people sanctify the congregation. All right. Gather the children. I'm glad they showed up. Mm-hmm. The nursing babies. We even got a few of them. Mm-hmm. Let the bridegroom go out from the chambers and let the bride from her dressing room. But here's some of the keys to it. He said let the priest who ministers to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar and let them say spare your people oh lord and don't give your heritage to reapproach that nation should be should rule over them and why should they say among the people where is their god all right i believe that now the world is really starting to say it louder and louder where is your God? And God is saying, I need you to draw near to me so that you can be able to bring out what I need you to bring out. Let me read something about repentance. And Joel, God, repentance is an absolute essential in order to escape the coming judgment of God. Let me read that again. So maybe we can get some. See, I, I think repentance. It's essential. And let me add that, another word to it. Absolute. Yes. So I think that standard. There ain't nothing above it. It's absolute. And there's no deviations from it. It's absolutely essential in order to escape the coming of God's judgment. See, if we don't repent. We're going to reap some of God's judgment. And time and time again, the Lord pleads for repentance. Have he been pleading to you in your own heart? Have he been touching you in your own mind? Has he been telling you, I don't want to give you the consequences of sin. Can you repent from what you are doing and turn back to me so that I can give you the blessing instead of the consequences? Repentance simply means turning away from sin, and turning to God. And we love to quote all these great words of, well, I'm still a sinner. So what? Right. What about the ones you know you're doing? Can you repent from them? Uh-huh. See, we sit and justify what we do. But the Bible says that he that gave you the power to overcome sin, and when you know you got sin, he expect you to do something about it. All right. But no, not the church today. Yeah. We justify it and say it's alright. Yeah. And God instead is saying, Where is that written? I'm sure. Well, I'm a sinner. God said, and inside of you, it's the power to overcome sin. I didn't say you was gonna be sin, you're gonna stop sinning, but I need you to get sin less. Yeah. And I need you not just to acknowledge that you are sinner. I need you to repent from your sin. And I need not just a repent. Don't just tear your clothes. Tear your heart so that you can change from what you need to do. All right. All right. See, we too busy preaching. You all right. Mm-hmm. You ain't all right. You just as sick as sick can be. Right. But you can get healthier with a repentant heart and a repentant mind and a repentant soul. Cause God is out to say come to me and come back to me and I'll be there for you and trust my grace and trust my mercy and trust my goodness. Cause I want to pour out a blessing into your heart and into your mind. Cause he said, you are my people. Sanctify the congregation. Oh, you set apart. You ain't like them. You just want to be with them. But see, you are are a person that ain't supposed to be there and you are so dumb in a place you ain't supposed to be because you trying to fit in where you ain't supposed to go instead of being what you're supposed to be. You trying to be what you ain't. He's pleading to us. He's saying, Don't just go through the motions no more. If you don't do nothing else tonight, make it a sincere, repentant state. When you get ready to go into your fast, go into it wholeheartedly, knowing that you want to have a holy encounter with God. Fast not to lose weight, but fast to meet your creator. Fast, not to just go through the motion, and like the scriptures say looking like pruned faces because you couldn't have nothing to eat no you fast because you joyous because God done called you into his holiness and into his greatness and God's going to meet you where you are and he said if you present your body as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto me and bread not I will fulfill my promise that I will come to you and I will strengthen you. I will purify you and then you will glorify me for what I done done in your life. And when the world say, where is your God? You can say, oh, he's so far deep inside of me. (laughs) See, I, I, I... I, I want to tell you how to ask the questions. See, he's so deep down inside of me that when I get through fasting, then when I get through weeping, and I get through moaning, because I done went through the ritual of what God done called me to repent, because if you're truly going to repent, you're going to have to fast from the sins that is causing you to do what you're doing. You, do. you got to fast from what you used to do. You gotta fast from lying. You gotta fast from telling people off. You gotta fast from cussing them out. You gotta fast from being angry. You gotta fast for what you do. See, fasting is not just food. Food helps you get there. But you gotta fast off of the sins that is dominating your body. guarantee you, as you are going through the process and ministers, he said for his ministers, right. you need to weep for your people yes. so that my judgment don't come upon them. Right. But we even then got so selfish within our own self that we could care less what happened to the people. Yes. Oh, it's their fault that they done got God's wrath. It's their fault that they done got what they done got. No, he said ministers. You need to weep and put them on the altar and pray for them so that His wrath do not come into their lives. All right, all right. So we need to be weeping ministers, yes, crying right for the people, yes, knowing that they can come on back into what God wants them to do. God says, "Return to Me inwardly. Let your hearts come to Me." Don't come to me just in motion or in presence, but come to me where your inward reality will become your outward celebration because you have came into the rituals of what I am and I done touched your heart, which is going to change your mind. And then you will be able to worship me without fault or without wrinkle or without doubt. Because you have had an encounter with me. See, Caleb and them, when they didn't get to go to the promised land, they realized that they had missed an opportunity. They tore their clothes and asked the people to repent. But the people didn't know that they had messed up (laughs) the next morning. They got Caleb and they got Joshua. And they said, take us to the Lord. Let us get up and go to the promised land. But God said, don't go. But they thought that they had repented, so they went on and went. They got their behinds kicked. They came back crying. What happened? And God said that you didn't repent for what you did when you disobeyed what I told you to do. See, we think just because, we don't do what God don't say to do. That we can just fake our repentance and go do what he wants us to do. But I'm here to tell you God said, not only are you not going, this generation shall not go. He's saying, Pastor, preach the word, pray for your people and weep for them, and let the moans of the people that done turned from their wicked ways cry out to me. They're going to make my altar smells good, but they don't put the dump down on the altar, but the sweet aroma of repentance is going to touch my nostrils. And I'm going to look at my son and say the blood that you said on that day it done covered their sins of a multitude. They're going to rejoice in heaven that they done draw near to me. They done turned from their wicked ways. They done turn what they do. They done quit trying to be what, oh, they may slip, but Lord knows that I know they heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason why I know they heart? Because they didn't stay that way. They said, Jesus, forgive me because I done failed from what you done said. My heart is right with you. My body might not act right, but my mind is focused on you. So I'm coming to you, Lord. Like you said in Psalm 51, return with a broken heart and a crushed heart, and I will fix it through fasting and weeping and rejoicing in what needs to be done. Today, my brothers and sisters, fasting is a volunteer action. But not only is it a physical relationship, but if we do it right, we'll come in to the spirit of things. And when you have a Holy Ghost encounter, I guarantee you the first thing that he's going to do with you. He's going to put you down and let you know that the presence of God is here. And then he going to say, before I can take you to the of holies, I need you to repent from the things that I'm going to put on your heart. And some of it may be precious and some of it may be dear to you. But the first commandment says, Thou shall have no other God above me. And I'm coming after the gods in your life. And I'm expecting you to give that God up. Then the next thing I'm coming after, how have you treated your brothers and sisters on the second commandment? Have you loved somebody else besides the folk in your own family? But I want to see the second commandment come out of you and when you have repented of those things God going to say enter in the the kingdom of God and you going to get up and say holy, holy holy is his name see God is good He gives you some instructions. Write it down or put it in your memory bank. In James 4, 7 through 10, God gives us some steps to come back to Him. This is New Testament speaking, since you didn't like Old Testament speaking. He says in James 4 and 7, Therefore, submit to God. Redis, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now all you people that keep trying to fight the devil you keep wondering why you're getting your behind people because you haven't learned the follow instructions. He never told you to fight a devil. The devil been around long before you got here. There's only one man that defeated the devil and your name ain't on the list but he said that if you'll come and submit to me. Resist the devil. He shall flee. Draw near to God. And he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands. You sinner. Purify your hearts. You double minded. This is instructions. Lament and moan. And weep. Let your laughter. Turn into morning, And your joy to you. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. And when we understand that God is a God of integrity, He's a God of compassion, He's a God that's slow to anger, and He abounds in love. When a man repents, God is relentless and forgiving. And God will let this person know the mysteries of who they are and what he done called them to be. He says, repent and come back to me. Not only do God wants us to come back, he wants us to bless And he wants the locusts to leave our land. And he wants us to return to a fertile and new life of abundance. And he's saying, if you just come back to me, and he loves to quote John 10 and 10, where he says, if you come back to me, I will give you life and life more abundantly. Come back to me and repent with a clean heart and repent with a clean mind and repent with a clean soul. Give me all of you, and I will give you all of me, amen.